Hilchus Meiser, Perikad Gimel Yedalad, and we begin Meiser Shreni Netaravoy, Perik Alf. So Perikad Gimel, the Ram is going to discuss what is Patan and Chayiv, what what is what falls under the gather of the Mai. Allah Alf, Perishach has Kasim and Hefkir, if there's a fruit, we assume it's from Hefkir, Onalis, again, Hashisin, for example, wild figs, Baharimin, brush berries, Uzradin, thorn apples, Benoy Shuach, which are white figs, Ubenoy Shikma, these are species of wild figs. Vagufnin and anise, which you make licorice from, interestingly. Venevelis tomato, and dates that fall off a tree, Venchadain lahitilo sa'oid, which you translated, the yeast hasn't been put in them yet, meaning they, they're not fully ripened. Hanitzba, capers. Vakusbar, coriander, Vachayitzbehen, Patunimina demai. Valoik from an Amaret, when he buys these items from an Amaret, Enitach lahafish mentrumis maise, Valemaisa shein, Nishachaskasim and a hefke. Afilo omelay Amaret, even if an Amaret tells the lekeach, Enumo sonum, but not moser. Unless you know for certain they're taken from produce that was guarded. Base. You have the the fruits that ripened the first and the last. Shibabika that are in the valley. Apart from Demai, because the Baal Habika renders them ownerless. Because he's only going to be matriach and then start harvesting when the majority of the fruits are ready. So the first ones that grow and the last ones that grow, he doesn't take ownership over them. But if they're in one's garden, how do you determine fruits that mature earlier? Any fruits that became ripe before the Baal Habika set up a guard to watch the fruits. How do you determine fruits that grow at the latest stage? The latest stage. These refers to fruits that, that mature after the, those who work in the field wrap up their mats and go on their way. So to vinegar that's made from wine dregs, because the assumption is, is that the owner of the dregs is mafke them. So that's not mechoyiv. It doesn't. The dinim of the don't apply to it. Regarding the Mai, it's only regarding fruits that grow So from the north border, it isn't included, but anything south of Ksiv is Mokhiv, does fall under the gather of the Mat. We assume that where you found the fruit, that is what grew, i.e., outside of Eitzisro, and therefore it's not. The dinner of the mind don't apply to it. If you know for certain this fruit was grown in its role, if you know for certain this fruit was grown in its role, regardless if it was found in Surya or in places within its role that were only conquered during the first Kibush, if you have a fat fig, the only location where these fat figs grow is an extra straw where the early bubble conquered the second time. The same applies to large dates, and straight carobs, and rice that is exceedingly white, and oversized cumin. Because we know for certain they were grown in Donkey drivers bring produce to Tsur. Now, Tsur, there were two cities north of Eitzisrael, Tsur and Sidon. Tsur was the more northern one, and Sidon was the one that was close to Eitzisrael. So, we're talking about the further country, the further city. The assumption is if they're coming with a caravan, 
that would travel to the store bringing produce from Eitz Yisrael. The Ha'odas, if it's rice, in Chayshah Shanoi. Assume that any rice outside of Eitz from outside of Eitz unless it was exceedingly white, which is a simon that was grown inside of Eitz one who purchases produce from storehouses in Sur. Potter from separating the Mai, because it wasn't grown in Eitz Yisrael. We don't assume that they took fruit from Eitz Yisrael and stored it in Sur. If a single donkey enters tour with fruit, one who buys fruits from 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 an owner of a storehouse in Sidon, chayev b'dmai. B'pnei shekrev he yoisim itzord. Sidon is close to his solid tzor. Shechas kasher shayitzim b'peris aritz. Shechzik v'ali bavel. We can assume that the fruits that he set aside for storage are fruits that he got from Eitz Yisrael. Avol halekechim and hachamadim b'tzidon. However, one who buys from donkey drivers in Sidon, potim in hadmai. B'pnei shechas kasher shemivin mechutzlars because the assumption is they came from outside of Eitz Yisrael. So if it's interesting, if it's Tzor, which is further from Eitz Yisrael, and they come with a caravan of donkeys, we assume it's from Eitz Yisrael. But but if it's a caravan of donkeys from Tzidin, which is closer to Eitz Yisrael, we assume it came from not Eitz Yisrael. Because why would a caravan of donkeys take produce from Eitz Yisrael to the nearest city? What do they gain? They would only gain if they're going for further distance. So therefore, we assume it's from outside of Eitz Yisrael. One who buys produce from a guy. From a location in Eitz Yisrael that the early bubble um, re- recapped, reconquered. If that guy is a is a merchant who buys and sells to Yidden, in the beginning, whoever would buy uh, produce from any guy, because the assumption is that he got it from a Yid. The guy himself got it from you. Test. Is that a tagger? How do you define a merchant? Zesh shei v'shtayim v'shalish pa'am. One, was it shtayim v'shalish? Two or three? It's a two or three. Let's assume it's three. He sells produce in the market three times. Album heavy pamachas. However, if he only sells his produce once, a filo heavy shalish masel v'asachas. Even if he brings with them three bundles, like heavy who benevi payol him, his son, and his worker, for grain to sell, a dainu huchzik tagger doesn't have the gather of a merchant. Yud kishe gazur al admai le gazur peretz chutzlar shenechan soliyards. What happens if mix uh, fruits of Eretz Yisrael? They will they, they mix them with produce of outside of Eretz Yisrael. If the fruits of outside Yisrael are majority of the fruits of in the mixture of those fruits that were grown in Eretz Yisrael. For example, nuts and plums. We assume we call the parish and ruba parish, and therefore no fruit of that mixture is mochay for for the mind. The base. Loi hochachamim bepeles chutzaliyaret zoliachan hamariv loyachan tamvareyach loyachan reiv. When it came to a mixture, excuse me. Whenever there was a doubt of whether this is a fruit, a fruit that is mochayiv in the mind, we never go. The the identifying factor is never the taste, the scent, or the appearance of the fruit. Apparently, if you could scent it, it's from Eitz Yisrael, it doesn't help. So how do we determine whether this fruit is from Eitz Yisrael or not? It's Achar Haraiv. If the majority of this mixture is from fruits of Eitz Yisrael, excuse me, if, if the majority is from fruits that are from Chutz it's Mutz, it's not, the, the name of the Maid don't apply to it. 
Let's assume, oh, so he explains it differently than, than we just said in a different way, that if the majority of the, of the, if the majority of the produce of Chutzelaritz is within that specific city, but not within the outlying areas, or let's assume that the majority of fruits of Chutzelaritz are within the outlying areas and not within that specific city in the middle. So, in each of these cases, we have a scenario in which in part A of the area, the majority of the fruits are from Chutzlaritz, and part B of the area, the majority of the fruits are from Eitz Yisrael. So, says the Ramam, says the location in, in which the majority of the fruits are from Chutzlaritz, Mutter. So even though they're neighboring each other, but because in location A, the majority of those fruits are from Chutzlaritz, so they're not Mokhiv Bidmai, and location B, which is neighboring it, is Mokhiv Bidmai, because the majority of those fruits are from Eitzisro. Let's assume that for a while, the majority of the fruits being sold in the market were from Chutzlaritz, therefore they're not Mokhiv Bidmai. And now, so the majority of the fruits are from Eitzisro. The gather of the shuk goes to its original din. These are the things that don't fall under the gather of the mai when they made the gazer. One who buys produce to sow to feed his animal. So he buys flour to tan to, to work his hides with. For different types of bandages. He's buying oil to light his candle. Or to rinse his dishes. Wine for an eye self. Because Chala is also considered truma and therefore he's very machmi. So if the Amoritz says it's kosher, we can rely on his dibun. Items that are purchased with money of Maisasheni. The leftovers of Menachis. The din is when it comes to Bikurim, you've got to be mafish the first fruit that ripens. If you want to give more, you have a lot of pomegranates. It's called Tisefes Bikurim. You can give more pomegranates than one. All these food items are part of from the Mai. The Kivan Shomalei Amoritz. Mr. Konumheim. And it's Arch Laasir. Because of the khumre that, that exists within each of these food types that the Amaris is very careful about. So when he says he separated the necessary trumis and maisus, we take his word for it. One who buys fruits to eat, and then he decides to feed his animal with it. He cannot then resell it to a guy. Or even feed his own animal with it. Or even others, animals of other people. Actually, he sacked him to mine until he separates the mine because was for Achila. You have fragrant oil, which isn't used for drinking. Oil that a person who combs flax bought for to use for making his flax. Gets absorbed in the in the, in the, in the wool. However, when it comes to the oil that a weaver buys to shimmer between his fingers when he's weaving, because it gets absorbed in his body. So because it's like shtia, so it's if a guy tells a yid to place, asks, asks a yid to place oil on his wound, now, if this oil that belongs to a yid, he, the yid knows for certain that trumas and maestros were not separated from it, he is forbidden to give this guy the oil. Because by giving it to the guy, some explain it has the gather of mechira and you cannot sell tevel. So therefore, he cannot give it to the guy. But if it's demai, he may. 
If a guy puts oil that is tevel on top of a mat and to roll on, that's how they would, I guess, massage themselves in those days. So when he departs from the mat, a yid may go on that mat after him because there's a certain kedusha that is now gone once the guy interacts with that oil. So now that that Kedusha has dissipated, the Yid may involve himself with that oil. If the Mai, if Shem and the Mai falls in one's body, you can rub it off without concern. If a person buys wine to, uh, to add his fish brine, Aluntis was a mixture of wine and water. So, or he buys the wine to mix together with beans to make a certain type of uh, sweets. Chai bidmai. Because he's buying the wine originally as a unit by itself. He buys fish brand that has inside wine. Oya luntis. Or the wine and water mixture. Shalok achtrinu. But these candies. Harela patulim in a dmai. Shalagazal tarev is dmai. Only if you're getting an item that it itself could be dmai. What happens if that item that is, say, mixed in the candies was something very spicy or was leaven caused, like, because it tastes excellent in a battalion. Everything in the produce is mochif. You've got to separate the the meiser sheni and trumis meiser for the entire batch. It has kolel hafturim and etamayis legazer olehem. You have the a container of fruit that the chacham said you don't have to separate the mai from. Im his skin on the mai hevish mehem trumis meiser meiser sheni masa also also didn't have to separate the matonis, but fine he did it. Avlem tikenes had the mai kevadai. If however he was misakin the mai like one is misakin vadai, meaning that in addition to separating trumis meiser and meiser sheni he also separated trumis gedayim. Or he was like Demai. He hasn't done anything because he hasn't done what the Chacham told him to do when it comes to Demai, and he hasn't done what the Halacha says when it comes to Vadai. If you have an entire city selling uh, produce that is definitely Tavel, and only one store is selling in, uh, uh, fruits that is Demai. He buys fruits from one of the stores. He doesn't know from which store he bought from. Case of Masakin, what should he do? So, Mafresh Truma, because the previous halacha, if it's Tevel, it has its own dinim. If it's Demai, it has its own dinim. He cannot be Mafresh Tevel the same way you Mafresh Demai, the other way around. So, what does he do? So, Mafresh Truma, you've got to be Mafresh Truma, because it could be that you bought from a store that is Vadai, Tevel, with Truma Smaisi, for Nesin Lakoin. Or Mafresh Maisa Sheni Bilvad, without separating the Maisa Rishon. Varehu Kamaisa Sheni, Shodamai. And it has a gather of Maisa Sheni of Demai. Because it could be that you bought from the store that is Demai, not Vadai. So you're not going to separate Maisa Rishon. So therefore you're in separate Maisa Sheni. If you have two containers in front of you, one is Tevel, Vadai, and one, one is a container that contains fruits that one may eat straight away. And one of the containers is lost. Let's assume that the second container is the table, so we mafresh truma gedola. But truma smaisa, v'neisin lachol kenshi. To give to any kind you want, we mafresh smaisa sheni bovad bidemai or kidemai, and then you separate smaisa sheni like one would do if it's if he if it's just like one would do if he's separating the matanis from demai. Hey, kar ba'asim. Alach alaf. Alakech min hasita in v'chazav lakech men of hamshnia. If one buys produce from a wholesaler, he sells in bulk, and he bought from him again. So he has two containers in front of him. He shouldn't designate what in one of the containers to pay to the other container. 
even if it's the same type. Even if he, if he recognizes that these two, that the same type, he bought from the same container that from the, from the wholesaler's possession. So these two containers, he knows, they came from the same container in the wholesaler's in Rishos. Why not? Why can't you be miser from one container and the other? The wholesaler buys from many individuals, then sells. Let's assume you have the wholesaler, who's the middleman, who's buying from an Amaaretz. So on day one, he bought from the Amaaretz, sold it. And then on day two, he buys from a Tam Chacham and he sold that same type to the same guy. So the guy who bought it from the wholesaler has two containers of the same produce, but one that originally came from an Amaaretz and one that originally came from a Tam Chacham. So therefore, because you can't be mafish, maizris from a potter, so therefore, you cannot separate, you can't put it one container from the other container. From token to something, right. If the wholesaler says, he shall echad him, the back, uh, the back end is from the same individual. Never. Based. How you make a kshusa yarok? If wholesale is selling hops of vegetables, and the guy who's coming to the wholesaler sees what's happening behind the desk, and he sees many people bringing these items to him. Those who buy from the wholesaler have to separate maizris from each hop and from each bundle of vegetables and from each date individually. Because each of these food items come from different people, right? So we can't assume that one date is going to be paid through all the dates. Because who says that the, the date you're trying to pay to is mechoiv, maybe it's pater. So therefore, each individual fruit, food item has to be separated from itself. One who purchases produce from a private individual. He may separate myself from one container and the other. Even if these two containers he bought in two different locations. If a private individual is selling vegetables in the market, when the produce is brought to him from, from his gardens, so the guy who's buying from him can separate maizris from one bundle for, uh, to be paid to all the other bundles because they came from his house from the same location. If the guy who's selling the produce in the marketplace is getting from many people and then selling on, for the same reason, person purchases bread from a baker, he shouldn't set maizris from the warm bread for the cold bread. The Heino, he shouldn't set mices for the bread he brought today. For the, um, he shouldn't separate mices from the bread he brought today for the bread he bought yesterday. That the bread he bought yesterday came from an Amaaretz, and the bread he bought today came from a Tamil Chacham. So you can't separate mices from the logs he brought from the Tamil Chacham to pay to the mices that came from the Amaaretz. Well, if a person is purchasing bread from a bakery, even if the loaves are in different shapes, because the baker who is selling to a bakery, he makes his bread, he makes his loaves in many different shapes, but they all come from the same shadish. If however one is buying from the second level down, he's buying from the from a store on the street, you would have to assume that each tfus is from a different individual 
It comes from a different individual. So therefore, each different shape of bread requires its mice from it. So therefore, if it's different shapes, it came from different achtaymim. That's the assumption. If you have nine distributors, those are the guys who are on the street, who bought from ten um, bakers who are like on the back end. Being that we have one of the guys on the, on the street bought from two of these individuals at the back, because it's nine to ten, many of the nine stores, has to separate the maestros from each individual loaf. Because, again, for the same reason, because there's this store from one of the nine stores, there's a suffix that the bread he is buying comes from the same shayrish. It could have come from two different sources. Therefore, you cannot separate from one loaf for another loaf. One who purchases bread from an ani, so to an ani who was given slices of bread or slices of a cake of dried figs, that has to separate from each individual piece of food. If it stays in figs, you can mix all the figs and by itself and the dates by itself and then separate maasai. When the supply is if the Oni received a big amount from the Balabites and then sells it on. If, however, he has a very small pile of dates or figs, then the one who is buying these matanis from him has to set aside the term samaisis from each individual matana that he received. Test. If a person grinds a loaf of bread into crumbs, or he, dr- he ground dried figs and made them into a cake. He can separate maisis from one portion to pay to everything else. If you have workers or guests who are eating, but he see the process and the left and they had leftovers. And now somebody comes to eat the leftovers. Then from the plate of each of the poilim and archim require mice from their own individual plates. We shouldn't assume that the poilim are all getting the food from the master, from the employer. If that were the case, so then we can say it all comes from the same shadish. So all you gotta do is separate mice from one plate for all the other plates. But because it could be that some of the poilim got the food from their own house, Perhaps it could be metukin. So you can't, you can't then separate mices from that plate, which is potted for plates at Achai. We move on to Hilchas Maises Sheni of Netaravoy that deal with Maises Sheni the Dinim of Netaravoy. Yesh b'chon teishon mitzvahs, shalosh mitzvahs asit, three positive, shesh mitzvahs zeisah, six negative, zel pratan. The hafish Maises Sheni base shloila hoitzi dam of bishad tzorich b'ni adam chutz machid v'shtiv v'sicha. Once you come to Rishulayim, you can only use that money to buy food, drink. And oil to shmir. Gimel. Shalach betumah. Not to eat it when one is in a state of tumah. Dal shalach baninos. When one is in a state of mourning. Hey, shalach leechel ma'aseh sheni shadogan chutz shem. Not to eat ma'aseh dogan of grain outside the walls of Yerushalayim. Vav shalachel ma'aseh tirei shchutz shem. Same applies to wine. Shalachel ma'aseh yitzur chutz shem. Same applies to oil. Each individual individually surim. Ches liyis natiravai kol kedush. The fruits of the fourth year are kedush. V'dina yilah hiach biyerushalayim lebai love. K'ma'aseh sheni uchal davar. It has the same gather of. Maishasheni, which is why the Rambam puts these two mitzvahs together. to declare the vidi that discusses and
Ah, Meisen Sheni. Could be Meisen Oni. Right, every third sixty of Shemitah. Actually, if you should Meisen Yishim, Mechol Shonim, Mafri Shem Meisen Sheni. Shnei Amar Asay Te Asay. Got to do first Meisen Yishim, then Meisen Sheni. It's called Tuas Erechol. But Shonim Shishis Vishishis. You turn six of the Shemitah cycle, three and six of the Shemitah cycle. Mafri Shem Meisen Oni. Chayav Meisen Sheni. Kamei Shaviyan. Base. Bechav Tishri. What Rosh Hashanah? The Meisen to voice. The Kitnei Svirakis. It's Rosh Hashanah for grain, for beans, and for vegetables. He's going to explain what this means. B'chomakim Shnei Mar Rosh Hashanah. Whenever the term Rosh Hashanah is mentioned in connection to these foods, it's referring to the first of Tishri. The 15th of Shvat, Rosh Hashanah, is Rosh Hashanah for fruits, fruit trees. What does this mean? Tavor, you have grain, the kidneys or beans, they reach the third of the growth. Before Rosh Hashanah of the third year of the Smitha cycle, even though the Lakita was during the third year, separated from them. We go after If, however, it grew a third only after Rosh Hashanah of year number three of the Shemitah cycle arrived, because again, we go after the Enesamaisis, which occurred during Rosh Hashanah meaning they grew a third before the 15th of Shvat arrived during year number two of the Shemitah cycle even though the Lakita was done during year number three of the Shemitah cycle during the fourth year of the Shemitah cycle before even though they were picked in the fourth year which is the third year because the Enes Amaisis occurred in the third of the Shemitah cycle. Then Bola Enes Amaisis Achar Chamishos Abishvat Misas and the Haba, which is the fourth year. So then they would separate Maisa Sheni. Gimel Vechoruvin. What about a carob tree? It's a different thing when it comes to carobs. Afa Pisha Chantu Pei Deisim Kerenah Chamishos Abishvat. Even though the Chanita it blossomed before Chamishos Abishvat Misas and the Haba. Hoyl Misas Lis Midivi Safrim. So therefore we go after the Lakita. Because it's it's high meisim mid rabbanon. Yerali says Ramah shein advanu memurim el bechorovit salmeinu chayitzah ben. First only to characters of salmeinu. Shein ruin la meichel rivadim which aren't fit for 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 majority of people. Vehein hein shem asas mid rivisafrim. Therefore, because it could be eaten mishasat chak, so it's only high meisim mid rabbanon. Avos shalech rovin any other carb that is edible. Yerali shein kishay peres elon, and therefore we go after ines meisim. Ines meisim is when it reaches a third of its growth. So if it reaches a third of its growth during year number two of the Shemitah cycle, even if it's picked during year three, you separate it from it Maishashini. You add it to the pile that requires Maishashini. For year number two. If, however, it grew a third of its growth during year number three, even if it was picked in year number four, you're going to separate Maishashini. That's when it comes to Tavor, Kitnius, and Yerakis. He's going to explain now for Dalit. For Yorok, when it comes to vegetables, and now, excuse me, that's, excuse me, that's when we're talking about Tavor and Kitnius. Haruven is, because it's the Rabbonon, because the Ephrathus Maisris of Haruven is mid Rabbonon, so therefore we don't say, what the Ramam says, it's not all carob trees. Carob trees, they can only be eaten the Shasat Chak. So those carob trees, we go after Shas Lakita, not Shas Chanata. Dalit, Yorok, we have vegetables, B'Shas Likitasa Isurai. We don't go after the Unis and we go after the moment it's picked. Ketzad, even though it could be in Rosh Hashanah, if it's picked on the Rosh Hashanah, not on Rosh Hashanah, because that'll be awesome. You picked it after, you picked it during the third year of the Shemitah cycle. Even if it grew a third of its growth before that Rosh Hashanah, because it was picked during the third year, and that is what's conveyed from Maisin, 
So we separate Maisa Rani. Vim Nikol Bereviyas, Maisa Sheni, Pashat. The same thing applies to an Essek tree. A certain dinim that apply specifically to an Essek tree. That, dis- that makes it distinguishable from other fruit trees. It's like a veggie. Not after the Chanot If it was picked the third of the Shemitah cycle after the fifteenth of Shvat, even if even if the Esrog tree grew a third before Chamishas of Shvat, because we go after Shas Likita and not Shas. Uh, and not just so generally, when it comes to fruit trees, we go after Hanata, when it begins to blossom. When it comes to an Esok tree, we go after the 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 Enesamaisis. Excuse me, the time, the the year that the the Maisaroni Maisasheni category goes after the time it's picked, not after when it blossoms. But it's Chemishas Bishvat. The Rosh Hashanah is Chemishas Bishvat, but the word is that even though the blossom happens before Chemishas Bishvat, if it's picked after, we go the moment it was picked, not from when it blossomed. Above, even though when it comes that when it comes to Nesuk Shiva go after the Lakita, that's the defining defining factor for my Sashina Maisarani, Esik Bashisha Shnichas Shvis, if it's an Esik going from year six into year seven, Shmita, I feel he's a kickout, even if during the sixth year it was only the size of an olive, and then it grew to the size of a very large Esik, Hayavas Bemaisis. So generally speaking, an Esik tree is Achalakita. But here we're saying if it's Shishis into Shvis, it's after Khanata. So therefore it's Mukhib Bemaisis. Zain, of Yenish Slav, a caper bush has berries and it has other parts that are edible and not edible. So, over here in this halacha, we're discussing the berries of the caper bush. So, it has berries and has seeds. Therefore, we place upon the, the, the berries the, uh, the stringencies of a tree and the stringencies of grain. So, that. If it was growing from year two into year three, and was picked before the fifteenth of Shvat, so what is the Ramam saying? Generally, when it comes to trees, the Rosh Hashanah is Chemishas of Shvat, and for Zeroim is Rosh Hashanah. So how do what is the din for this? So if it was picked between Rosh Hashanah and Chemishas of Shvat, this is what you got to do. It says you got to separate Maaserishin, separate Maaserishin. And you redeem the Kedusha onto monies. You then, you don't need it for yourself. Generally, Maiseshani that you pay, you eat for yourself. But these fruits you give to Aniyim. He takes that money to, to Yerushalayim, he takes that money to Yerushalayim. Amazing. If you have rice, millet, poppy seeds, and sesame seeds. Even if they took root before Rosh Hashanah, when it comes to rice and these other grains, the kavias for maizer is when it becomes ripe. Unlike, what, what unlike vegetables and unlike regular grain that we go after onisamaisis, which is only a third of its growth. People are saying it has to grow fully, and then we say that is that is the year that we begin the cycle for maizer sheni maizer 
even if part of it took root before after Rosh Hashanah and after Rosh Hashanah, he makes a big pile in his greenhouse. He sets aside only one portion of mice and it's paid to everything else. Everything depends, in these cases, when the produce reaches maturity. Test. But some sarisim are onions that require constant irrigation. Motion stars. It needs constant input. To, it needs to be watered. And if it doesn't water, it's going to dry up. So if you have these onions, that you didn't water for more than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. So it's going to dry up, right? What about onions that require constant, it's gödel al kol it requires both rainwater and irrigation. That you withheld water from it for three onus. Let's assume every oni you water it once a week, so you didn't water it for three weeks. It, if, say, it's year two going into year three, it requires maizashini. Because its growth kind of halted during the second year. If you withheld water from the the bottle hasaris less than a month, even though it began to dry up before Rosh Hashanah, you separate myself only if it's going from year two into year three. Good. Was it in that you you held back the water? You didn't let it. You didn't allow it to grow. So b'meila, the year for its myself would be for the year that it stopped growing. Okay, okay. So the Rambam, that applies only if you stopped watering it 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. <coughs> if you stopped watering it less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. So even if it began to dry up before Rosh Hashanah came, it's Mas'as al You've got to separate my if it's from year two going into year three. That's the Chiddush. Yod, Hamitzish if an Egyptian bean reaches a third of its growth before Rosh Hashanah, so I think he would be very shy to have this chart over here because it's very it's very technical. So guys, it's a long halacha and requires a bit of help and cover over here. So if you so again it grew a third before Shoshana, let's say you sowed it for its seed. You didn't want it to eat. You want you want it to use you want to use its seed to plant again. So it requires mice for the previous year. So if it's going from year two to year three, and it grew a third before Hashanah, it requires mice shaming. Let's stick with the model of year two to year three. If you planted it for its vegetable, which is basilakita, yarek is basilakita. Therefore, it requires mice only. What happens if you planted both for the intent of its fruit and for the seed? Or your original tent when you saw that it was for its seed, and then you changed your mind afterwards for its vegetable. Meaning, you make a pile for the seeds and the Yorakis, set aside mice, and it's put in the entire That is all discussing if it grew a third before Hashanah. Obviously, in this case, you make a whole pile after you pick everything. What happens if says that if it didn't grow a third before Hashanah? So the majority of its growth occurs, say, in year number three. So if you sowed it to have to had to use only the seed, its seed requires that some of the vegetables you pick before Hashanah during year number two. If, however, you only began to pick the fruits after Rosh Hashanah, meaning in year number three, not just the vegetable, but even the seed requires a fresher for my 
If in the case where it hadn't grown a third before Rosh Hashanah, you had sown it for use for its seed, and then afterwards uh, you had in mind. Not afterwards. Yeah. We go after his machshave, and it goes after the lekita, which would require ma'aserani. If you machshave first, so the previous case was when he sold it originally for the intent of an off from the seeds, and now that I'm discussing a case was intensive for the vegetable. So he sold it for the vegetable, and then his machshave was for the seed. We do not say that the machshavet have enough from the seed applies to this fruit unless he withheld from it Ariya says we trim the vegetable to allow it to grow so he withheld the three trimmings so in that case as we see over here that if again this applies if it grew a third before Rosh so in this case we're talking about he planted it for its seed he planted for the vegetable and afterwards he decided to use its seed so said that I'm so far that if it grew a third before Rosh then it goes after the Lakita, meaning it would require my Ani. But if he withheld trimming it during year two, then we say it goes back to my That's again if it grew third before Rosh Hashanah. If it grew only after Rosh Hashanah, even if you didn't, you didn't withhold yourself from trimming it, the three trimmings. Then we say it goes after the Lakita and therefore requires Maisir Ani. If you sold it to have, to, with the intent to have an off from its seed and you made piles, you had you laid out piles to dry before Rosh Hashanah. So obviously, the seed that is ready it takes, you set aside Maisir for the second year, which is Maisir Shani. And the vegetable which is picked during year three requires. What happens if you have part of the produce that grew before Rosh Hashanah and part of it grew after? This is what they meant when they said that you make a big pile. You set aside a handful of mice that include the, the seeds and the vegetables and it's part of the entire tree. I hope that made sense. Fruits of the of the second year that mix into fruits of the third. So if the majority is paleis Whenever produce is exempt from my solution, part of the solution, anything that's mechuyiv, any produce is my solution, chayv b'shneim, my solution, my solution. B'chol ha'tayim, whoever can separate trumis, might see, might see, can separate myself. B'chol she'ani tayim, whoever doesn't have the chaylos to be tayim, any might see myself that can separate myself only, my solution. Kol mishim taram trumasi trumi, kachem iser, my solution hari hu my solution. B'chol mishim trumasi trumi, even after the fact, kachem ha'itzim my solution, any my solution. But gimel, hey, she itzim hein my solution, kaim she kavla my have that the person separated from produce before Kavila Maisa. Kavila Maisa, one of the six steps that I'm mentioning, who was Shabbos, separating Truma, bringing it to your house, salting it. So you separated the Maisa before you brought it into your home. 
You can eat it from the produce in a temporary manner. Before you separate the Because separate the doesn't now create a separate So you can eat from it. If, however, you brought, after you separated the you then brought it into your home. You can only then eat the produce until you separate it's a bit technical for Salachim. We know that Maish you have to eat in Yerushalayim. You have to bring up to Yerushalayim. Fruits outside of Eitz Yisrael do not require bring both to Yerushalayim. That being the case, that's a bit of a hakdom of the halacha. However, ton of osman because Maish requires of us smokim a mevino is mechutz laaretz. We do not bring these pears from outside of Eitz Yisrael. Kibachir behema like a bachir behema that is born outside Eitz Yisrael. It's not brought to the base of Mikdash. The Chachamim said because one doesn't bring Maises outside from Eitz Yisrael, one should not be mafrish Maises Oni, Maises Sheni outside Eitz Yisrael. V'yiroli says the Rambam, Maises Sheni shem efrishim be'eres shunim b'zitzarim. What about when at the beginning of Hilchus Trumis that in in, in Bava and Mitzrayim you are mafrish Maises Sheni? What about those lands? So you redeem the Kedosh, you bring the money to Yerushalayim. The whole reason why the Chacham established Maishashini outside of Yisrael in these locations is what was to enable the Aniyim to have Maishashini. Shiyu Ani Yisrael, same thing alayim. Not that they're in the hemp to Mokhoyev and Maishashini. So therefore, in our domain, because one doesn't bring the produce from Chutzlar to Tariq Yisrael, there's an issue to separate the Chamin, the Khan, not to separate my Sashini outside of Eitz Yisro.